Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Whoa. 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 There it is. Boom. Just Whoa. That's pretty good. Whoa. Whoa. No, that wasn't as was good. Was that Blossom? That was yes, it was. Whoa. It's a pretty good Joey Lawrence right there. Is that what that person's name is? It is. It was. And it will be again. I used to, uh, in high school, for some reason, mm-hmm. I made it a thing where we would be like, you know, uh, green light means go. Yellow light means slow. You were really committed to this bit in high school, weren't you? When the grass gets too long, I mow. And I remember I had a friend who was not the sharpest. And I remember we were all making those up as we went along. Uh-huh. And we were just like a bunch of us in a group. And we were all doing different ones. And, you know, uh, when my car breaks down, I need a tow. And everyone's laughing. Ha ha. And uh, eventually this one guy goes, hey, guys, when I'm driving, I'm going to make a left. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And that kid, what the Jesus fuck? Christ, hold Chris. On. Sarah doesn't, she's at the, hold on a second. Hang on. Hold on. Even when she's not Man. here, she interrupts the show. Sorry. She's at the drugstore. They're, they are supposed to have, Emerson has an ear infection. And they, How is that kid always sick? Let me tell you my week. You want to hear my week right now? I would love to hear your week. I'm having a real dad week this week, I'll t- uh, to tell you the truth. It's, uh, yeah. it's been interesting. I, um, I, let's see, the first one was... Was it on? What's today? Uh, (laughs) Monday. I have no idea what day it is. I have no idea either. I go to pick up Emerson and uh, teacher's like, I need to talk to you. I was like, oh, crap. It's never good. Yeah, it's never. It's never. I need to talk to you. Followed by your kid is a genius. It's never that. You ever seen uh, Goodwill Hunting? This kid, this kid right here. It's never that. So she was like, I need to talk. And I was like, what, what happened? And he goes, she goes, well, he, um, he got sent to the Dean's office today, which is uh, because he punched a kid. And I was like, okay. You were like, yeah, but did the kid deserve it? Well, okay. So this, I was like, okay, well, what happened? Yeah. So apparently what happened was some kid he was sitting across from at lunch. Some little shithead. Some little shit bag uh, was instigating another kid to steal Emerson's lunchbox while he was eating. And then that kid did it. And then Emerson got angry and threw a fist. And decked him. Now, Andrew, I'm not a violent man. I am. I'll kick that kid's ass. And I don't condone violence in I any do, sort always. of way. Every situation. But in the back of my mind, when I heard this situation and she said that he punched a kid, my dad mind was like, fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Fucking yeah. Yeah. Take that Where kid. were you Listen, guys? Yeah. Where were the teachers? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, there was a teacher that saw it. Yeah. That saw it happen. And she was like, no, no, it's totally fine to act the way that kid was acting. So that's the thing. And we were like, well, okay, so we don't condone punching people. But fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, I fucking yeah, I fucking did. There were two of them, and he was being gagged up on. Fuck yeah, he threw a punch. That's my boy. That's my boy right there. That's right. My boy comes to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and he is all out of bubble gum yeah, right now. Yeah, he's here to finger paint and kick ass, and yep. he's all out of finger paint. Now I will say this. 
Um, just an addendum to that story. My beautiful, beautiful boy, being the genius that he is, um, did punch the wrong kid. So <laughs> there is that. Apparently he got angry, didn't know exactly who took his lunchbox, uh, punched a kid. And then turns out he punched the kid maybe on his right when he should have punched the kid on his left. But, you know, you need semantics is what I'm saying. All right. So that's like the first day. I was on board with you for a minute and I'm not anymore. Right. So and then but I was like, all right, taking matters into his own hands. I get it. OK, cool. But, you know, send in a message, if nothing else. All right. <laughs> yeah. My boy runs by prison rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was that the toughest kid in the playground? That's right. Exactly. So uh, not anymore. It is. I will say, I think the kid that he might have punched, uh, he's no slouch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's that. been held back seven or eight years. Yeah, exactly. He's the Matthew yeah. McConaughey of elementary school. Let's just put it that Don't way. Don't know what that means, but you I'm can continue. the the... Uh, you know, dazed and confused. Oh, okay. There we go. There you go. There you go. So today we pick him up and uh, the one teacher's there and she's like, the other teacher's going to give you a call. I was like, okay. Okay. So I walk out and I was like, hey, Emerson, just, uh, just, just FYI. Is there anything you want to tell me? From yeah. <laughs> like what, uh, what happened at school today, buddy? And he's like, I had a great day. <laughs> And I was like, right, but it, but uh, I, your teacher apparently. Why don't you walk me through the day? It's going to call us. Yeah. So, is there anything you would like? Why is she going to call us, Emerson? And he's like, well, probably because when I was in gym class, I kicked someone else's ball, and he turned around and started punching me. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see where this is going. And I was like, uh, well, did you punch? Did you punch him back? Not saying like you should. I'm just saying yeah, like yeah, I'm just seeing you? what the situation is. Did you punch him back? Like what am I? What's the conversation we're about to? Have? And he's like, nope, I didn't punch him back. I was like, you didn't punch him back at all. And he was like, no. I was like, How, did he punch you once? He's like, no. He was punching me like a bunch. Like, and I was like, you did. And he's like, I just stood there like a statue, daddy. And I was like, okay. I was like, did you really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like. I was like, buddy, if that's if that's really the case, like that's really admirable. Like that's really hard to do. That's a, that's that's incredible. Like you should be really proud of yourself for that. And he's like smiling and everything. So we're on the train home and Sarah gives me a call and she's like, hey, did you talk to his teacher? And I was like, no, she said she was going to call. She's like, yeah, I just got off the phone with her. Um, do you know what happened? And I said, well, he said a, a kid punched him and a kid was punching him in gym. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he said he didn't punch him back. It just is it because he got punched? They have to like notify us. And she's like, oh, the teacher told me he punched him back. And that kid had to go to the nurse. Whoa. And then his mom came and picked him up early. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm not a violent man. Andrew, <laughs> and I don't condone violence. But in the back of my brain, my dad brain was like, fuck, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fucking you mess with the wrong motherfucker in gym class. OK, you want to throw punches? I'm going to take you out, bitch. Like, fuck. Take you to the nurse. Yeah, that's right. All the way. Fucking. And then I'll fucking lie to my dad about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, you did, buddy. All right. Like, yeah. fucking take it out. All right. He comes back with you with one. You come back with one and a two, baby. That's it. Like, fucking God. take care of business. Oh, oh my God. Fuck yeah.
Welcome to the media lunch break. Bring you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich. And a knuckle sandwich. Ah, yes, that's what I was going for, too. Yes, we're right here. Um, my name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I don't even know what to say. That's as good a time as any to start the show, I guess. Right? Why not? Why not? I want to get this fucking thing over with because I feel like we're going to be jam packed with news. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. It is the best damn day of the week. It is a Tuesday news day. Let me tell you, there's a lot of Tuesday. No, wait, there's a lot of news day. There's a lot of Tuesday, to Tuesday. too. <laughs> there's a lot of Tuesday. There's like 24 whole hours of this Tuesday. Yeah. But there's a lot of news day to get into this Tuesday. So uh, you want to kick us off then? Chris? Yes. It's the year of our Lord 2023. New year, new me. New scandal from an actor starring in a DC film franchise. In 2020, it was Ezra Miller. In 2021, it was Amber Heard. In 2022, it was Ezra Miller. And now, ringing in 2023 is anti-vaxxer Zachary Levi. You can almost set your watch to these. But this is actually kind of brilliant, Chris. Why is that? Because now that we've gotten this year's scandal out of the way... We can focus on the shows that will cast problematic actors in the future because James Gunn has announced his current plans for the next 10 years of the DCEU. Yeah. Although, can I just say about Zachary Levi, he was and maybe I'm just saying this because I like Zachary Levi, but what he said wasn't. He didn't come out against a vaccine. Somebody asked him something about, like, do you think Pfizer is a... It's going to be like the end of the world or something like that. Yes. And he said, absolutely. He said, hardcore agree. He hardcore agree. I'm going to level with you. Yeah. When the news broke and everyone was giving him shit about that, I because I think Melinda told me about it and I looked it up and I was like, hold, hold. Yeah. Because I was like, if he says... Any pharmaceutical company that expects people to pay for their health right. could be the downfall of society. Right. Okay, I'm on board, you know? Did he follow it up with something after that? He did. It's oh, not... Oh, then I missed that part. It's not great clarification. Uh-huh. So he did... It, it could go either way. Because what he did was he, he said, see, guys, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. And what he did was he cited... A government article mm-hmm. about um, how Pfizer, it was the biggest settlement in government history. Right. The, the U.S. government settled with Pfizer over like a crazy discrepancy they had that led to a bunch of health problems in people and maybe even deaths. Right. And the government ended up doing this big like, um, what do you call that? Where a bunch of people are on a lawsuit at once. Class action suit. A big class action suit, and they settled, and blah, 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 blah. So that's what he brought up. It happened like 20 years ago. It's not right. It's not anything current at all. Right. But, and it obviously has nothing to do with the vaccine, but when I was in the fields on Facebook uh-huh. fighting away at people, uh, at, uh, fighting away against anti-vaxxers, right. that was an article that I was given many, many times by them. Mm. So I'm... Uh, he also is a dyed in the wool conservative. I don't oh, know if is? you knew that. Yeah. I didn't know he, that. Yeah. I didn't know that either until somebody was like, yeah, this doesn't surprise me. He's a conservative. And I was like, someone said, really? And they just shared a bunch of clips of him in interviews. <laughs> and they, he, like he went on Joe Rogan's show to talk about how much he loves Jordan Peterson. Oh, oh. and about how Jordan Peterson is like the only guy who's really smart oh. anymore. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I just corrected. Uh, 
And there's nothing wrong with being a conservative. Yeah. But I suspect. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Pfizer also makes Viagra. So for all we know, he's just anti-erection. Aren't we all? <laughs> I thought that was part of the point of getting old. Finally, some peace and quiet. <laughs> this thing finally calms down. <laughs> Let's get into the stuff we want to talk about, though. Let's get into the stuff. All right. I want, to, I want to preface this whole thing by saying. That if he had said the word fantastic one more time, I, I would have immediately know. believed this was a hidden message I know. that he's directing the Fantastic Four movie I just tomorrow. watched the video. And In it the was first just... three minutes, yeah. he says fantastic three times and marvelous twice. I picked up on it. Too. I didn't pick up on the marvelous, but I picked up on the fantastic. I was like, uh, part of me was like, you're just, wow, you, you didn't script this. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're running out of words. You dude. need a thesaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so let's get in it. Man, they when they unleash a slate, it is like Holy God. Holy Unannounced. Too. Yeah. They like, were just, just like Oh, by the way, everybody. Here's like the next five years of your life or yeah. something. Like crazy. Insane. And not just the what the projects are, but just the number of projects is crazy. By the way, the first chat this is the first chapter of the DCU titled Gods and Monsters. I just want to also say I love that they're titling these things. And I love that title. It gets me very excited for it. I'm yeah, like, it's a good idea. I mean, Marvel has phases. Why not give yours chapters? chapters but I lo- also love like this is the title of the chapter. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, ah, yeah. love it. Ah, I lo- and the gods and monsters. I'm like instantly. I'm like I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be huge. This is going to be big and bold and and you know ever reaching. It's I'm so stoked for it. I'm a little uh, trepidatious. I would say that was good. Yeah, that's a word I pull out of my ass whenever I can't think of the word that I want to make me sound smart. So I pick this other word instead. (laughs) It's always trepidatious. uh, And because nobody knows what it means. So I can use it for everything. It's I use the I use facetious the same way. You use trepidatious and facetious interchangeably. Yes. Stop being trepidatious. (laughs) Are you all in? Are you like way on board? I mean, just looking at. Between the fact that it's James Gunn and looking at the variety and the and specifically what properties they're using, yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm kind of all in. For I'm this. mostly in. I'm yeah, cautiously optimistic. Not, there's, I would at least give all of these a chance. There's one or two projects that I'm like, yep, maybe I'm gonna like check in on that and then not like be a hardcore yeah viewer of. Uh, for, at least yeah, for the TV yeah, yeah. shows, but right. like I'm at least interested enough for sure to like check out a couple episodes. Yeah, I'll it. watch a trailer and yeah, if I'm on board for it, then yeah, 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 yeah. So I, actually, to start it off, the first one coming up is one that I'm feeling that way for, which is Creature Commandos. Oh yeah. So this is going to be. I think this is interesting. Kind of started off. It's an animated show, right? Right. And he makes a point of saying that the actors. Like if they have those characters appear in live action, they will likely be played by the same by the voice actors. And he said kind of going forward, whenever we do something like this, that's going to be the case. We're going to try and have them be it's it's going to be so it's kind of a fluid thing between animation and and live action for this universe, which is, I think, good, because if there's a certain story you want to tell, you know, you're always if you're if you're. The one thing that is, in a way, kind of hindered Marvel is that, like, they feel the need if it's in, if everything has to be in live action, except for what if. But so far, like, everything has been in live action. But if there's a certain story you want to tell, if you're telling it on TV, you're limited by budget. Yeah. You know, there's only so much you can do with it. Whereas with animation, you're really not as hindered by that. So if you wanted your big time movie star to be 
whoever Superman is going to be, you know, and uh, you can't tell that in live action because it's going to be a five hundred million dollar budget. Yeah. Put it in an animation. But you know what I mean? The only two concerns I have about that specifically are one, it does limit the actors that you like to find somebody who sounds and looks like the character can be difficult. And there are actors who are very good uh, in live action who are not as good in a booth. And vice, so you are kind of limiting yourself. As well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, and specifically, like you can find people who sound the part who don't look, the, look part, the part and that can be an issue. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, voice actors famously. You look at somebody like Stephen J. Bloom. He's not going to play half the characters that right. he voices. Oh, like the sure. guy who voices Spike, you know, even Mark Hamill. It's like right for sure. In live action, I probably wouldn't cast him as the Joker, but he's the quintessential Joker. Right. You know, and additionally, as a person who has worked as a voice actor. Yeah. I am concerned for all the people out there like me Mm -hmm. who have a much better sounding voice than a looking body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but so the the Warner Brothers money, they'll pay for that gym. Maybe. I don't I don't know about that. I think they're going to be more likely to get big name, regular live action actors to voice their voice characters. I would imagine as well. But I'm interested in this. Again, this is uh, what I'm encouraged by. This is it's one of those properties. This is kind of. And I'll say this a few times throughout this list, kind of like a quintessential James Gunn choice. Yeah. Where it's like no one would have expected this. Yeah, for sure. You know, this is not a property that I I'll be honest. I'm the DC guy and I heard this property and I thought it was something else. (laughs) And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, I'm wrong. This is a totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I heard what it was, which is basically like Frankenstein, bunch of nightmarish creatures, Uh, it's Frankenstein's monster. Oh, sorry. You're right. You're right. Peasant and uh, werewolf vampire and like a golem or something something like that yeah and a regular guy (laughs) and a regular guy and in the comics they're just fighting nazis he's a guy with a gun and a guy with a gun yeah the the thing you need it's always a guy with a gun that's right uh and in the comics they're just fighting nazis in this one they did confirm so first of all one addition to the group that's not in the comics weasel from the suicide squad voiced by sean gunn yeah uh and rick flag senior who is I'm going to presume is the dad of Rick flag junior from the suicide squad. Right. So people are like, maybe this isn't happening in world war two. Maybe it is. Who knows? I don't know. Could be Vietnam. Could be something. I don't, you know what I mean? Like who knows what this is? Yeah. Or it could be world war two. Cause who wouldn't enjoy watching Sean Gunn's weasel fight Nazis? Who knows how old that thing is? I was going to say, what's the lifespan of a weasel? Well, I mean, what's the lifespan of like a mutant weasel. I mean, it's got to be considerably less. True. It's, <laughs> All pro- that radiation. Yeah, it's probably true. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although the turtles have lasted, you know, well, forever and they're still just teenagers. Did you read uh, the last Ronin? They didn't last that long. Hey, they lasted longer than we're going to. Wow. Yeah. I mean, a little presumptuous of you there. You're right. If Taco Bell hasn't killed me yet. That's true. It's probably preserved you for even <laughs> I'm for all time, really. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested in this. Like I said, this is one that I'm like, all right, I will check this out. I may not be like the biggest gung ho fan of this, but I will definitely check it out. Especially since it's the kind of 
dipping your toe into the water of this new universe. Yeah, I feel kind of similarly. I feel like I'm sort of standing on a precipice and a trailer could tip me either way. Right, right, right. And then after that, we get another TV show, Waller. Yeah. This one I'm a little more on board for. Same. This has some pluses and minuses to it, okay? I saw a lot of people talking about how this is like the main one they're not interested in. They're like, oh, God, this is going to be so bad. You know, racists. And I don't know. Exactly. Slash sexists. I don't know. It's got everything going against it. Yeah. But here's the thing. It is not it's not a direct sequel to Peacemaker, but it is like a companion series, he called it. Right. Which is his way of saying, like, hey, I didn't write this. So I'm not writing this. So it's not a direct sequel to Peacemaker. Right. But it is gonna apparently have the Peacemaker cast in it. I don't think they're gonna they may not be like in every episode, they might not be all together all the time. Right. It might. Who knows whatever this is going to be. But it is going to fo- follow Amanda Waller. And if it has any sort of connection to Peacemaker, I'm down because I, I actually love that series. I don't think you got a chance to watch that no, series. No, I still you? haven't yet. In fact, last time we talked about it, you hadn't seen it yet either. Yeah, I finally uh, I, I forget how long ago I've seen it, but I've watched the whole the whole thing now. All um, right. I guess I got to check it out. And it's really it's definitely worth it, worth a watch. Um, so if it's even tangentially as good as Peacemaker is, I'll, I'll kind of be be there for that as well. On Viola Davis. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And she's fantastic in that part. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch her. Yeah, and, she was one of the few that like as soon as she got cast in the original movie, everyone was like, yep, yep. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of the, the J.K. Simmons of this universe where it's like whatever iteration we're in, she has to be Amanda Waller. Like she's too perfect for it. Yeah. You know, you're, I, refer- you're talking about Spider-Man, right? The J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it could have been Batman. Oh, fuck. You're right. No, but <laughs> yeah. I'm saying because he crossed over between <laughs> yeah, two yeah, yeah. different. That's, yeah. I was just confused. That's what I thought you meant at first was him playing Jim Gordon. And I was like, oh, what is he? Oh, 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 Spider-Man. Uh, I'd like to see him stick around, too. But that's not the yeah. point. So both of those are going to premiere before the thing that's going to really kick this into high gear, which is the first movie, which is Superman Legacy. Written by James Gunn. Written by James Gunn. This is the one that we've talked about already. Yeah. So this is the movie that essentially kicked Henry Cavill off yeah. of being Superman. And originally this sounded uh, when I, I know when I talked about it, I was like, well, Cavill might still be able to be Superman because the way they had described this originally is a younger version of like a Superman in between Smallville and Metropolis. Although the more I've read about this the way it's being described more and more. I don't know how much of that is true. Even if it does fall in that time period, it, it this feels like now nah, it's going to be adult Superman kind of yeah, just young adult Superman. It's literally like three days before he shows up to Metropolis. It's yeah, not it's like, like college age. Yeah, exactly. Um, so James Gunn is writing this. He said he's in the middle of writing it right now. Uh, he's not directing it. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you hear who's playing Superman slash Clark Kent. It's James Gunn. Whoa. With a steel chair. Oh, man. Although Peter Safran was doing an interview and they're like, and it was the two of them together. And he was like, yeah, and James is writing the script for it. And uh, he's not directing yet, but I really want him to. And James Gunn apparently was just stone faced the whole time. But that's him. They had a fight uh, you know, after that interview. Yeah. He's like, stop doing that in public. It's like a couple's fight. Yeah. It's like, don't do that to me at the restaurant. That's a really, that's where they did it. It wasn't an interview. They were ordering that's lunch right. together. It wasn't an official interview. The journalist just walked into an Applebee's and was like, is that James Gunn? That's amazing. Yeah. The waitress was just like, and you wanted the riblets? And he's like, yeah. And James is writing a Superman movie. 
And he's not directing it yet, but I really want him to. And, and he's, he's like, you he's have like, to tell everybody. Stop doing that. Oh, my God. The cashier at Walgreens first and not this. Can we just go home? In my mind, they live in a small Nebraskan home. And With James an Applebee's. Qu- quilts at night. I mean, if it has an Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Listen, yeah. he's not directing it yet, but honestly, I, I can't see him not directing this. If he's writing the script for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he is that type of artist that he writes something. It kind of needs him to direct it. And also, he, you know, now granted, he's a busy guy now. So, yeah. you know, normally I would disagree because I would say I like the idea of two. And he even talks about it in the video about how, you know, he wants to he wants certain. Oh, maybe it wasn't the video. There was an interview where he was talking about Henry Cavill. Right. right, right. And about how he wants to be. 50% in charge of the casting alongside whoever they get to direct each individual project. Yeah. And I like that idea. They're like, you both put in your picks and whoever you both agree on gets it because you want someone to be able to sort of counter your ideas for this movie, for the first film in their mm-hmm. huge reboot. Mm-hmm. And probably the first hopeful Superman film we have had in 40 years. Right. I think it's gotta be his vision through and through to really stamp it down. Like, Hey, anyone else who comes to play with us, this is what we're looking well, at. And like, I mean him, is- I I'm agreeing with you. I think for this movie, it needs to be him not to stamp it down with another person, no, but no, to no. just say, I'm saying you stamp down like this. Is, if you're going to come and direct another movie or something like this is, what this world is like. Just well, so maybe. Know. Sure. I'm less interested in that. I mean, specifically Superman Legacy. OK, yeah, because that one, it's the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're setting the tone. You're setting a voice for what this like. Oh, world I is see what you be. mean. Yeah, you're you're telling the audience that Yeah, you're telling. the But like also you're telling like for anyone who might get involved in projects in future for, projects, in future, like this, right. as, this is essentially well, even your that calling I'm less card, concerned you know? with because, you know, we had talked about like, how would we fix the DC universe films? And one of the things I loved was, I think I even said, keep the Matt Reeves Batman and give me the smiliest, happiest, most carefree light as a feather Superman possible. Right. So that when they meet, there's real conflict because they're complete opposites from each other. Yeah. So to me, I'm less, I'm less interested in the universe being cohesive right because i'm more interested in seeing how those different universes interact with each other yeah but for i just mean for this specifically it if there is even the slightest sort of fuck up uh, or like a director doesn't understand one tiny piece of what you were trying to accomplish with your script it comes undone yeah yeah it's a thread that will unravel so i think just for this specifically right you do it you wrote it you see it through do it exactly your way and and set in stone right hey everybody this ain't your granddad's DCU. Right, exactly. This is and that's my what I'm DCU. Right, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it doesn't even, ima- it's not like tone-wise, this is what we're right. looking for. It's just a matter of like, it's here's the quality, here's yeah. the bar, this is what we look at, this is what we're doing going forward. And I then it better be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if even Warner Brothers from uh, up on high comes down and is like, listen, <laughs> 
I know we gave you free reign. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want. However, for this first one, you have to direct it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's something that comes down at a certain point and is just like, this is our first one out. We've had enough fuck ups and enough bad press. We hired you to fix this. And if you're writing the movie, you need to you need to do it. Yeah. Like as the first one out the gate before the reasons that the we hard said. part is that I suspect that those same people are part of the reason that they have had so many failures in the past. True. But I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But also, I like I said, it might not happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like for the first one. You already wrote it. You yeah. have to do it because. Yeah. If we, they're like, you are right, the ones who the are last 10 years. That was our bad. Yes. <laughs> now you. But now this is this. on you. Yeah. Go do it. And if he's like, well, I'm going to bring this other guy in. They're like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. You fix this. You get us on track. Yeah. Um, yeah th- so that I love also for that first one coming out strong. They have a title and a release date. A, a already. day. Yeah. Like I, if he had said it's coming out 2025 if he had said it's coming out July 2025, I would have been like, whoa, okay, yeah. all right. Ju- July, July 11th. 11th. <laughs> Good God. To the day. They're like, and I'll tell you what, I know things tend to get shifted around and it won't be surprising if it does. However, like, I feel like that day for this movie, Warner Brothers is going to be like, fuck everyone else. <laughs> We're staying here. Work around it. All they right, might. Marvel. For this one, for their first one, I think that this could get into a stare because Marvel will do this sometimes. Yeah, you know oh, they I mean? surely will. On, they, uh, you know, and uh, this one, they Marvel or um, DC might just be like, "No, you move. We're going to chicken don't. this." Like, or we'll don't. come out on the same date. Sure, yeah, that's fine. Sh- Let's oh. do this. Was that? To what just happened? Well, I just looked up what Marvel's upcoming movie premiere dates are. Oh, okay. Is there something around there? It might be okay. <laughs> Two months before this, uh-huh. Avengers the Kang Dynasty. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to... St- I feel like Warner Brothers is like, nope. You can have that two months, and we're taking over after that. Okay. I think that's... I don't think they'll move. If I it think was- as well, James Gunn is not the kind of guy to be like... All right, we're going to, oh, you guys are releasing May 2nd. We're going to release ours April 25th. Right. And for the very reason of like, there's enough sandbox for everybody, baby. There's enough sandbox for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, again, the higher ups at Warner Brothers are going to be like, no. Yeah. Enough is enough. This is our time. July 11th is our date move around us. I think also Marvel tends to, I mean, Kevin Feige, we've talked about how much we love Kevin Feige. Right. I think he's another guy who's also like, there's enough sandbox for everybody. And I think if you like, if they were like, okay, we're doing it April 25th or whatever. Yeah. I think Kevin Feige would be like, okay, we're moving it to April 20th. Yeah. And there would be like a pissing contest. Yes. So at least this way he knows we're out of your way. Yeah. You're out of ours. Feige, Everything's going to be fine. Sometimes does have a little bit of a dad brain where he's just like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Let's fucking, you want to stare it down? Yeah. Let's see who's going to win this. Yeah. yeah. So after Legacy, we get, our, we also get our first official Elseworlds property. Right. Batman 2. Yeah. Uh, which is going to come out about less than six months later on October 23rd, 2025. That was not. In. That was not. I found this somewhere else. Okay. They, yeah. This is not Brave and the Bold. 
No, this, this is, is the else. Matt Reeves sequel. Okay, I saw that just got confirmed. Yes, yeah. So that's the next. That's the next date that cool. they announced. So that one is that's the Matt Reeves. And we still got Lady Gaga Joker coming out at some point. Yes, at some point. But that one, they may have set the date for that. I can't remember. But that one, uh, Batman Two, is October twenty third. So about, like I said, a little under six months after. Um, Superman comes out, but th- that's the first Elseworlds that, that will have an Elseworlds stamp to it. You know what's wild about that movie? What's that? I watched it, the first one, and it was so dark and brutal and violent, and I did not expect. I didn't know Matt Reeves before that. I suspect I've probably seen a couple things that he has done before, but I didn't really know who he was. You have, and you have not liked them. Were they the Planet monkey the movies? Yeah, they're the monkey yeah, movies. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Well, and especially that. So after knowing that as well, I did not expect him to look like a doughy or Ted Lasso. Yep. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I find directors to be fascinating because the people, the, the, when you hear them or see them, you're like, oh, you're nothing like I thought you were. I, that's funny because I I feel like most, I mean, maybe it's a new wave of directors because yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what Steven Spielberg looks like. Well, yeah, but we've been growing up with him. That's what yeah. Tim Burton looks like. That's what George Lucas looks like. But Ryan Johnson, I listened to an entire, like he went on Mark Maron's podcast and I was listening to an entire like hour and a half interview with him. And I was like, this is the guy who did like brick and looper. <laughs> I see. I think Ryan Johnson looks like a Ryan Johnson though. I mean, maybe hearing him is different, but I've, I saw him do interviews and I was like, yeah, okay. That's about right. That's, that's about what I thought. Yeah. Kind of nerdy. Yeah. I get it. Kind of portly. With a beard. You look like a film nerd. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he looks like a like a better looking Stanley Kubrick. Like, that's exactly what I thought. I mean, that's a high bar to hit there. Well, for sure. You know. Yeah, it's, it doesn't take much. Yeah. And then we get into the next property that I was like, wow. Yeah, here we go. Lanterns. Which is kind of cool. It's slick. It's sexy. Yeah, it's a good name. Yeah. Um, this is this is another one we've talked about. Before. And it's going to mix a, our two favorite Green Lanterns. It is. It's so exciting. I know. I, this is going to be so it's, it's officially like he officially stated it's Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Yeah. And a couple others. Quote. And a couple others. And he says it's kind of like a true detective style. So it's yeah. like a, a space a cops. Mystery. He space uses cops. the word space cop, which you always use. I have always used because I've always said that's the thing that you need to make a good re- Green Lantern story on yeah. screen. They're space cops. Are you excited for this? I am. The more he's talking about, I'm both excited and a little upset because I was like, oh, fuck, I had a really good Green Lantern story that I wanted to (laughs) would would be Space Cops. That's what it is. And I'm like, finally, uh, what's cool. uh, There's a couple of things that got me really excited for this. First of all, use the two best Green Lanterns that you could possibly use. Start out swinging. Space cops. Yeah, I'm just gonna. From now on, we're just gonna call it Lantern Space Cops. (laughs) But also, uh, there's some sort of like overarching mystery. That it's going to lead into like the big overarching storyline of this universe, which is going to which is very, very cool. And I'm very excited about they said he kind of mentioned it's more or insinuated, I should say, like that it's on Earth. So I'm going to suspect you're going to see Alan Scott at some point. okay, as an old man, possibly or something like that. You'll probably you might get some other. It's got to go to space at some point. They're space cops. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, take us to space. 
And there's two of them. That's interesting, right? They aren't usually both lanterns at the same time, are they? Um, They do. I mean, everything's been done at some point, but I, I yes. thought normally there's like a green lantern for Earth. Originally, the character, I think originally the, the idea of the character was like, now you get one per sector. Right. And yeah. then I think at some point they said that the sector with Earth is so f- just fucked up that like we need a couple of these things yeah that tracks yeah we're like have you seen the shit that's going on on earth there's like a thousand super people there how are there on the other planets let's throw them another ring we've got about a billion of them there's zero superheroes on any other planet but earth is like a fuck ton we might want to chuck a couple of rings their way yeah i think guy Gardner is supposed to be was supposed to be originally it was the backup of, he was like the second like if Hal Jordan had not gotten the ring it was going to go to Guy Gardner or something right. or it was Guy Gardner was originally supposed to get the ring when Abin Sir died but like Hal Jordan was right there so like the origin <laughs> the origin of, of Hal Jordan getting the ring is like he, he discovered like a, a spaceship that like went down right and Abensor like gives him this ring, oh. and he becomes Green Lantern. And I think the idea, I I believe, at one point, Guy Gardner's origin story was like, if the ring had just been able to do what it was going to do, it would have right. just gone to Guy Gardner without like, being that assigned was, to that a different was the person. Guy, the next guy on the list, yeah. And then at some point, they needed another person, so he's like their backup or something. God, I hope we get a Guy Gardner. That's all I really, <laughs> I really, really do. Who and would you want to play Guy Gardner? Aaron Paul. 100% Aaron oh, Paul. Okay. Aaron Paul, 100%. Who would you want to play Hal Jordan and John Stewart? Me and you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Gibbs and Hal Jordan. I call Hal. <laughs> I call Hal Jordan. I think that was a tie. And if it wasn't, I'm going to edit it so I said it first. Even if it was a tie, you'll still edit it. Just <laughs> mute my mic. I have no yeah. power in this situation. I yeah. should realize that. Yeah. But I call Hal. I'm just going to keep saying it throughout the, I feel like throughout the episode. Keanu Reeves would make a good... Uh, the other one, Kyle, John Stewart. Oh, <laughs> Kyle um, Rayner. Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, he's a little old. He's a little old. Yeah, for that, but he, he would have made a good he one. He would have made heyday. a very good yeah. one. I will give him that. Um, de age him. Who cares? Yeah. You know, actually, at this age, he wouldn't make a terrible Hal Jordan. Is Hal Jordan older? He's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be older, but he's supposed to give this impression of like a. An adult. Really, I guess it's really yeah. the way. He's not like Let me ask late you 20s, this question. 30s. How do you feel about an Elseworld lantern film where they're all together and all a little on the older side? And maybe uh, Ryan Reynolds comes back for Hal Jordan. I'd be 100% okay with this. And Keanu Reeves is uh, Kyle Rayner. I don't know. Samuel L. Jackson? He would be good. Um... You, oh, you know who would be good as a John Stewart for this? I don't think they could get yeah. him, but um, John David Washington from Black Klansman and Tenet. Oh, yeah. He would be very good. Yeah, yeah. He would be very good. Who would be a good Hal Jordan? Nathan Fillion. Well, he's a little old. Yeah, I know. I know. Eh. I would still take it, actually. Yeah. I feel, you know what's crazy? 
I actually think now he'd be a better guy Gardner. He would be a good guy Gardner, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he could be. A good Especially guy like Gardner. his body type now. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a lot bulkier now. He's bigger. We'll get into another part that he could play down the line. Oh, maybe. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. We'll I made it. memes yeah. about it. I think I posted one already. I'm sure that you have. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited for this. The more I hear about this, the more excited I am yeah. about it. Okay. And then we get into this thing that I'm like... This is a choice. And this is a movie, you say. Interesting. Uh, And that's The Authority. Right. So The Authority, this feels the most like his attempt to do Guardians of the Galaxy for DC. Sure. Take a very obscure property. Yeah. Of a a group of a team and put them front and center in a big time. Well, they're not even from like the main DC. They're from Wildstorm. They're from Wildstorm. Now they are in the D because at one point Wildstorm merged with DC. Yeah. So now they're in the continuity, but the authority, yeah, they premiered in 1992 with, uh, with Wildstorm. They're Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch creation, but Warren Ellis, like, yeah, some wild shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's basically it's basically a team of superheroes who are like I don't listen this whole not kill thing and you know have rules this doesn't make any sense we're trying to save the world here yeah let me get this straight Batman you keep sending the Joker into an insane asylum and he keeps breaking out and then you send him back and he breaks out and you send him back can we just uh, strangle him should we just shoot him with a gun yeah let's just get a guy with a gun let's get a guy with a gun over here yeah yeah can we get the guy with a gun. Over here for this one? I smell a merger. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is, uh, I'm fascinated by this property for a few reasons. One, it's kind of out of the blue. Two, the fact that it's a movie and not a series. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I mean, they're going all out on it. Uh, yeah. I, and like, cause it kind of, to do it right, I think needs to be like, if not an R-rated movie, close to an R-rated movie. Right. Like, you're talking about a group of heroes who are like, nah, fuck it. We're going to save the world at all costs. And if that means killing a few, then we're going to kill a few. Although, um, Black Adam was PG-13, mm-hmm. right? He kills a lot of people. He does. But they, I think the authority, it's been a little while since I've read the authority. I should give them a reread. All these are going to end up as reading assignments, so buckle in. Excellent. But uh, they, if I remember correctly, are like... Yeah, if we kill a hundred people, like innocent people, but it saves a million innocent people, that's fine. You know, like they're really that trade-off. They're the that old um, riddle about the train, and it's like you pull the lever, right? And it either kills five people or one person, right? Exactly. You pull the lever, yeah. So that is, like I said, something like that. I feel like it wants kind of like an R rating or close to an R rating, yeah. So I'm interested to see how this is going to form out. You know, I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. Oh, this is another series I could watch a trailer slash one episode of and then see what it's like. And then after The Authority comes out, we're going to Paradise Lost. Yeah. Which is a game, according to Gunn, a Game of Thrones style show set on Themyscira, the birthplace of Wonder Woman. We've had Gotham. We had Krypton. And now we've got Paradise Lost. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. It's the Trinity, you know? Yeah. All right. It's Listen, it's 2023. Women should be able to have bad origin story series about their characters, too. You're not wrong. Right? I Listen, I'm not 
I'm more on board for this, I think, than you are. This is one of the ones that's closer to the top of my list. Really? This yeah. one surprised me that you would be this kind of interested in it. I think it sounds really cool. I don't know. You're I, in it for the boobs. Are there going to be boobs? I don't know. I don't. I doubt it. No, See, that's the other not. thing, too, is like... A lot of the things that bugged me, one of the major things that bugged me about Game of Thrones, because I watched most of the first season and then was like, I'm done with this, is like every episode will have like 15 minutes of plot Mm -hmm. and 45 minutes of sex, torture and killing. And I think that's what a lot of people really liked about it. Right. But I was like... It's a 15 minute show. Like if you can condense that at home, I don't need this. (laughs) Well, I used to say if I want to watch Lord of the Rings, I'll watch Lord of the Rings. If I want to watch porn, I'll watch porn. I really don't need them mixed together. Oh, see, you're missing out. I know, especially because I, you know, anyone who's ever watched Lord of the Cock Rings knows. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that someone else has already beaten them to the punch has beaten them off to the it doesn't matter the point is that i no, i'm gonna give you an applause on that one i'm gonna you earned that that was thank you that was really well done um i i'm surprised you didn't laugh as hard as at lord of the cock rings i thought that was a genius uh one but it, it, anyway i suspect i was trying to think of a golem joke actually when, while you were saying it that's why i didn't laugh the precious oh there it is son of a bitch <laughs> that's right <laughs> Uh, what the fuck was I? Who cares? Listen, <laughs> dildo bag. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're moving on. I said to myself, I think what interests me about this is it might be more like a Game of Thrones that is more up my alley. Okay. Which is that there's like less just like it, it, it won't just be like 15 minutes of plot. And then the rest is sex and blood and torture disguised as character development it will actually give me some character development and some story in an hour or 30 minutes right uh so like i'm i'm actually kind of intrigued and it's about like an ip that i already am familiar with and somewhat interested in right so you're coming in already like already pretty close to the way there as opposed to like oh i gotta learn all these fucking people now who what's their deal she talks to fucking dragons and a thousand years ago what happened is that gonna come back (laughs) into play yeah. No, I should just wait for the next series. Okay. Why is the wedding red? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, oh! If you get to the end of that episode, you understand why it's red. Just big fans of warm tones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah. It was an autumn theme. That's, That's why. Right. <laughs> uh, what's coming after that? Oh yes. All right, and then after Paradise yeah, Lost, go. yeah, this is going to be good. Brave and the Bold. This, I know nothing about this. Okay, so Brave and the Bold is going to be the introduction to our non-Robert Pattinson Batman. Right. To our in-continuity Batman. Yes. And, and also to everyone's favorite actor, Damon, 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 Damon Wayans. Damon, Damon Wayans. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Uh, and, the, and you're right. And the Bat family, including Robin, who's going to be on screen for the first time since Batman and Robin. No. Uh, in a movie, I should say. No. That's not oh, true. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Yep, you're right. We got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's true, we did. We did get Joseph Gordon-Levitt. His name was Robin, Chris. I see what they did there. That's craftsmanship. (laughs) Just like Bruce Wayne's middle name is Batman. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, Batman. Batman. Yeah. So we're going to get Damien Wayne as as Robin. And if you think it's not the first time one of us is going to say Damien Wayne's by (laughs) accident or on purpose. So here's a question, though, Chris. Okay. How long does he stay the right age to play that role? I mean, it's a it's a few years, right? It is. I mean, they're doing good things with um, Aiden Gallagher, who plays five. 
in Umbrella Academy. I think it's five. Oh, right, 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 right. He's like 23 years old now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he still looks like a little kid with like some camera tricks and he slouches and stuff. Damien Wayne's is, is Bruce Wayne's son. Damien Wayne. Damien Wayne. Did I, I said Wayne's, didn't I? Say? Wayne's. Yeah. I got it half right. So <laughs> yeah, that's singular, not plural. Right. Damien Wayne. That's, I've never had to say this out loud before. That is so hard <laughs> to say. Holy cow. I've only ever read it. Yeah. Damien Wayne. It's a real bitch. Is Bruce Wayne's son. He is. Uh, son of him and uh, son of Bruce and Talia Al Ghul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was raised. He was, he was raised by her. He right? was raised by her originally because Bruce Wayne didn't even know he existed. So he was so raised. So he's like a crazy assassin. He's a crazy f- fucking kid. Yeah. He, uh, you know who's going to play him? My kid. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce. Wayne's gonna have to have some dad moments where he's like fuck yeah, yeah he man. killed that guy fuck yeah he did fuck yeah, yeah he killed the Riddler yeah so he's raised as, as an assassin and then Bruce Wayne discovers that he exists and takes him in and then he becomes Robin and it's basically the dynamic that's interesting because Damien constantly is like the authority where they're like why don't we just fucking kill these people I don't understand yeah and it's kind of the push pull of that Right. Question. Yes, go on. Is this movie, mm-hmm. in your opinion, because we don't have any inside information, unless you do and you're not telling me. Even if we did, uh, I would only give you opinion and no fact. Okay, so is this movie an origin of Batman and Damian Wayne as Robin? An origin of just Damian Wayne as Robin, and we already have Batman in this universe, or not an origin at all? They're both already in this universe doing stuff. Okay. Do you know if the Brave and the Bold is any is which of those? Which of those what? what well, the Brave me? and the Bold is a comic, right? Yes, it is. It's it's a it, well, it's a title that's been used for many iterations. Okay. Of these. Is it an origin for Damian Wayne? No, it's not actually. Okay. His character was introduced in bat in the Batman comics, and the, but the Brave and so the you're Bold. You're going to say it. in the 1960s Adam West show. I don't know why. Yes. You're like, he's just a kid trying to murder people. And Adam West is like, hold on there, sport. <laughs> whoa, slow down there, chum. And he's like, can I just put a bullet in this asshole's head? And he's like, whoa there. Whoa. Little Johnny. I just cut off his finger. <laughs> I'm going to mail it to his fucking wife. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Damien, that was the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Pow! <Okay>. Biff! Slice! <laughs> what was that? I cut out its toxic control where the bat cave is. Set him on his way. If he doesn't bleed out, he's free to go. Now I'm gonna cook it and eat it in front of him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like Robin raised by Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> My gosh. Adam West looks over and his son is waterboarding somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next scene is just he should Batman just shows up at the Joker's hideout and he's like, Batman, are you here to stop me? And he's like, no, I just needed I just need to get out for a second. I just I need just, like five minutes. I need like I need to I can I gotta process for a second. It's <laughs> Ah, there's, I don't know, uh, something has triggered me. I don't know what's going on right now. And Damian Wayne shows up and he's like, did somebody say trigger? <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy strawberries, Batman. I'm going to fuck this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> 
Robin, that doesn't even make sense. Who gives a shit? Let's fucking do this. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I was talking to the joke. Oh, you've killed him. <laughs> He's already dead. He's <laughs> great. Uh, Damien's just throwing gas on the walls. Just, it's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We'll burn this place to the ground. God. You wouldn't happen to have any lie on you, would you? <laughs> My ward, have you seen Alfred lately? Oh, he saw too much. <laughs> I took care of him. Yeah. And then it cuts and he's actually taking, he's in a bubble bath. Yeah. He's like, I, t- I just took care of him because he saw too much. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting a mani petty. Not a fucking monster, Batman. Come on. <laughs> Good God. Cuts. Although now that you mention it, I need to take care of that guy. <laughs> Cuts again. It's just wrist slit in the back. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that comic is not an origin. No, uh, it's not. It's not a full origin, but it is kind of the definitive run where they got to like really where Damien kind of got to uh, have his character really fleshed out and uh, and formed essentially. And it was his first like real kind of go at, at being Robin. I suspect it finally answered your question. <laughs> I don't think it's an origin story for Batman. I think it could be an origin story for, for Robin. Although I th- part of me, because they also say the bat family. Right. So I suspect this is just going to work on a jump right in. You think Dick Grayson is already around too? And may, yeah, I think maybe that, a night wing. Here's what I want to actually with this. I wanted to pose this question to you. Could this possibly be Keaton's Batman or and or could this possibly be Leslie Grace's Batgirl? If it's Michael Keaton's Batman, James Gunn has a lot of apologizing to do to a lot of people, namely Henry Cavill. Fair enough. I suspect not for a couple of reasons. One, because he has said he wants to cast everyone younger. But also I would if I were James Gunn. Right. I would worry that. If I want to do Damian Wayne justice, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really work to have the guy who it was still in. It wasn't as light as the Adam West series we're joking about, but I would worry that that same it would still be viewed the same way. Like, it's not like the Matt Reeves or the Christian Bale. It's still a kind of. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Jokey, campy. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing fucking Nikes in it. Like, I would worry that, like. I would not feel comfortable having Damian Wayne go full out. Right. Because there's this, not only is it Keaton, but it's old man Keaton. Right. Could this be though, I really worked my way backwards to Keaton from this. Also Could, what he had him at the age of 60. There's that too. Um, <laughs> I, the only reason I, I thought of Keaton is because I worked my way backwards from this is that, could this be Leslie Grace's Batgirl in this? I think that would be a great way to reconcile what happened. Right. But I would not worry about, I wouldn't make it Michael Keaton's Batman. Right. The, if it were the me. only reason I mentioned it is because apparently he was supposed to be in that. Right. Exactly. So I was like, if she's in it, then would he be in it? But, but I also yeah. wonder if that was something to do with the Flash movie that was coming out. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I would say probably not. But and honestly, I would say they probably won't have Leslie Grace play uh Batgirl. play that Batgirl either. Which I would like her to. I, I, it would be very yeah. nice for us who want them to release that film. Right. We'd actually get a chance to see her play that role, which would be great. Right, right, right. I think as far as casting Damien, Damien always struck me as, the way he's written, he always strikes me as like the youngest, like a really young kid. Yeah. 
compared to the other Robins who always like eight or nine. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little or maybe around like 10, 11. Yeah. But the other the other Robins always struck me as around like young adults, 16, 17. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like 14, 15, 16, oh, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. So if you cast if you cast kind of like what I'm thinking, which I don't see why James Gunn wouldn't, he usually consults me on these things. <laughs> if you cast around there, like the age thing that you were talking about might not be as much of an issue because you're starting really young and then you can age with him and let that character mature. Yeah. And you'll still be able to, you know, he'll still be, you know, 15, 16 by the time a, maybe a third movie comes out. That's why I though I would probably do a Dick Grayson first right. to let that sort of naturally happen and let him move on to being Nightwing before we get Damian Wayne. Right. Uh, but I guess we're not doing that. I think also, though, kind of the same way when we've debated about having Green Lantern, we've gone like, well, Hal Jordan is my Green Lantern, but John Stewart is your Green Lantern. For a lot of people now, I mean, Damian premiered. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember now. I it's been oh, I think over a decade at this point. I actually didn't know it was that recent. Yeah, I think it might it might have been more. I'm trying to think. I thought he was like 90s early thousands something like that. So, you know, for a lot of people that's their Robin. You know what I mean? So I think he's like we can't keep doing Dick Grayson. Everyone knows him now as Nightwing. Like that's really him being Robin is like his origin Super story. Super old hat, yeah. Yeah. But it's not really like it's not a thing that people were like, oh, I remember when he was Robin. People are like, no, his origin story is he was the first Robin. Right. Like you could have introduced the character that way. Damian Wayne was first seen as Robin in 2009's Batman and Robin number one. Okay. So we were right in the middle. It's 14 years. 14 years. (laughs) So, yeah, I think for a lot of people, they're like, this is my Robin. So yeah. we need to introduce He's him. a good character too. He is a good character and he's a great, he is a good character because it's like you have this hero who's the son of Batman who you would think would just fall in line and doesn't and is constantly yeah. rebelling. He's a great foil to yeah. Bruce Wayne and especially because he is literally the antithesis of everything that Bruce Wayne's Batman is. <laughs> right. Okay. And then after, after the brave and the bold, we get another television series and this one I'm extremely stoked for. Booster Gold. Chris, who's Booster Gold? Booster Gold. I love Bo- I love the character of Booster Gold. I think he's uh, he's kind of had like a cult become like kind of a cult favorite among a lot of DC fans. So Booster Gold, his real name Michael Carter, comes from the I believe it's the 31st century and he was a football star. He was like a, you know, he's one of these guys who like, you know when you're in high school, or in college and there's like the big man on campus and he's the star quarterback and it's it's high hopes and just apple pie and blowjobs and donuts every day. I actually didn't know he was a football player. I think he was a football player for for everybody. But here's the thing. So then he gets hurt. And of course, he's not going to be a professional athlete anymore. He's not going to be a star. He's not going to live up to his potential. So what's he do? Becomes a janitor at I think it's the Flash Museum, <laughs> and in the Flash Museum, he t- he learns about all the Age of Heroes and like Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and this kind of renowned time period when all the great heroes were around. And he goes, "Ah oh, man, if I was back then, I could have could have really made something of myself." And he went, "Wait, wait a second, 
I'm in a museum full of superhero shit. <laughs> and that's a time machine right there. Well, if I steal a bunch of superhero shit and I get the time machine and I go back and I become a superhero and I'll be rich and famous, everybody. And that's exactly what he does. And nobody respects him. <laughs> and I love this character because it's one of these things of like, yeah. he, it's, he has constantly been a character of redemption, of trying to prove himself, of coming back to try and get rich and famous and try and do a get rich quick scheme. And then very quickly also realizing, no. I want something more for myself and I want to be respected and trying to gain that respect through any means possible and not being able to get it. One of his best lines was there was a series in, I think it's the early two thousands where he travels through time with Rip Hunter and Rip Hunter basically says, you can travel with me. And you can stop all of these horrible things that have happened throughout history. But no one will ever know you existed. None of the Superman, Batman, no one will ever know that you existed. But you will be the greatest hero that no one has ever heard of. And he's like, okay, let's do it. And that's what he does. And it's like this great little arc of him. Like who's Rip Hunter? Uh, he's a he's a time. He's like a time cop. OK. And so he gets in this time sphere and they go across different storylines in the DCU and like and different time periods and encounter different characters and fix all these problems and everything. He tries to stop the Joker from shooting Barbara Gordon at one point. Things like that. And it's like, but you'll never you'll never be heard of. And this guy who came back to become rich and famous decides, no, I'm going to be a hero, a real hero. And so that's the I've always loved this character. And I'm like, there's so much potential in this character. So the fact that James Gunn is like, I'm going to give him his own show. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's read a DC comic knows that this is an obvious choice for something. Right. Like we've gone through all of the A-listers repeatedly. Marvel has been hitting it big with B-listers since the beginning. Right. This is an obvious choice. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because as soon as James Gunn was announced to be in charge, I was like, it's only a matter of time. Like, he's the type of guy who's like, nah, I know. I know these characters. If he was pulling the people he was pulling for the Suicide Squad, I was like, oh, he's going to do a Booster Gold something movie, TV, something. Okay, so Nathan Fillion. Won't he be a little old by then? I don't give a fuck. Okay. I just want the man to get his due. I know. What about him for a, uh, who's Clark Kent's boss? Perry White? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I could see that. He's not who you'd traditionally expect in that role. Nah, but. but I could see that. So who would I cast as a Booster Gold? Yeah. See, here's the thing. Ryan Reynolds would make a great booster gold. He would. He's probably the same age as Nathan Fillion. Oh, man. The Nathan Fillion has really let it go. I I mean, yeah. (laughs) God, that's tough. They were both in that show together. Oh, they were in that show together. (laughs) Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Pizza place. Oh, my God. They were. (gasps) Nathan Fillion is 51. Oh, my God. Ryan Reynolds is 46. So he's a little younger. That's crazy. You didn't know that? I did know that. That's what I, I watched know both of show. them from. I, it's the one I know both of them from. I just <laughs> forgot. Oh, wow. My mind is blown right now. <laughs> I really don't have anyone in mind for Booster Gold. I really don't. Yeah. And it's funny because all the people I'm thinking of legit are like people from like the 90s and early 2000s who would have been great at the time. Like Brendan Fraser would have been a great. Yeah. Like the been. mummy era 
Brendan Fraser yes. would have been great booster gold. Yeah. Instead, he just got a canceled Batgirl movie. Oh, my God. He would have looked so good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like booster gold is one that you... You do what Richard Donner did and just get somebody good that no one's ever heard of. Yep. That might have to be it. Yeah. You know what? You might even want to like just Kamel Nunjani it and like find a comedian or someone and just get him a personal trader. Yeah. And just like get him ripped. But like don't cast body cast personality and then just get them ripped for the costume. Yeah, just get John Mulaney ripped. Honestly, it like it would be something like that where it's like get a comedian, get a sketch, somebody uh, who's in sketch or something and just get them fucking ripped and then you'll have your perfect booster goal. It's so much harder than that though, right? Like it's because like it's got to be a Nathan Fillion type. It's got to be a person who who does what you're talking about like a comedian who understands the beats and the rhythms and the delivery, but it also has to be a guy who plays charmingly conceited super well. Right. But that's his comedic voice. Like the, right. you find a comedic actor. But that's sort of what I mean, right? Is that it's got to be someone with that. It's got to like you couldn't get Stephen Wright. <laughs> no, but you could get you like a, this is a little over the top for the, for this, but like a Matt Barry Okay. Does like that type of thing. He's a little too over the top with it. I was even thinking like, again, I haven't, I've been out of the comedian scene for so long, but in their heyday, yep. a Nick Swardson, yep. a um, Brian Regan. Yep. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah. Get them jacked. Yeah. Uh, and then just get them jacked. Just Which get is what Richard Donner ripped. did with Superman. Yeah. They, he was, evidently was super scrawny and he was like, are you going to bulk up for this? Promise me. And he was like, yeah, I'll do yeah, it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But nowadays, like that's the that's like par for the course. Do you know what I mean? Like nowadays, it's just you, uh, you get Camille Nanjani, you get Chris Pratt. Well, And, and nowadays it's like the director isn't going to go like, hey, are you going to get ripped for this? And like the actor's like, yeah, yeah they, they're just <laughs> like, well, evidently they did. It's, they did the same thing that they do now. They they hired. um David Prowse. Right. To, uh, but they, yeah. But now the studio's like, him. no, we're going to get you a nutritionist. We're going right. to get you a trainer. Yeah. You're not going to sleep for the next six months. But at the time as well, it was still like, I mean, we'll get you a trainer, but at the end of the day, you got to do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's part of it too, is that now it's like, we'll give you $30 million. Right. <laughs> to the, do this. It's a pretty sweet pot now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get you, we're also, get, we're going to get you the best of the best of the best of the best. Yeah. Like, and also gonna, $30 million. Yeah. We're paying you big. And then also we're going to pay big for them to come in and do this. Yeah. It's not, there's like a science to this whole thing. Yeah. It's, I think you're right. Just get like a, an unknown. Yeah. You know, and then we're getting close to the end. This one, another one. Oh, this is going to, this has been one When this came up, I was like, I have wanted to read this for like a year. <laughs> I know. And I've been thinking about giving this to you as a reading assignment for like a year. So this might be the, my next thing I give to you. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah. By Tom King. By Tom King, who apparently was in the writer's room for the whole arc of whatever this universe is going to be as well. Oh, yeah, that's a good move. It was him and and some other screenwriters. I, I don't have the names in front of me, but there were some good names in there. But he was uh, the only kind of comic writer, but he was in the writer's room for the overall arc as well. Wow. But Supergirl, the woman of tomorrow, this is going to be an interesting. If they really hew towards what this storyline is, I'm going to try and say this as much about this as I can without spoiling it, because I want to give it as a reading assignment. But it is basically... Supergirl traveling through space 
to avenge something. Okay, sounds good. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But it's it is exactly like James Gunn described it. It's a very jaded supergirl. It is not a supergirl you've ever seen before. It's really I mean that's Tom King's thing, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's really really interesting this whole storyline. Yeah. When I he did that with Mr. Miracle. He did that yes. with um shooty space yeah. laser guy. But she like she I don't remember his she name. curses, she swears. Oh nice. And she gets drunk. She's just like me. Yes. You'll love it. <laughs> you'll relate a lot. It's really interesting. What's shooty space laser guy? I think you I think you described him and named him at the same you time. You assigned it to me. Shooty space laser guy. By Tom King. Oh, uh, um, Adam Strange? Yeah. Strange yeah. Adventures? Yes. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Shooty space laser guy. I didn't want to move on without, like, if someone's listening, I don't want to sound like a complete maniac for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can respect that. And then lastly... <laughs> This is such an. He's by the way. This is not the end of the first chapter. This is just what they've announced for the first chapter. But lastly, oh, I misunderstood him. Then, yeah, I think he, was he saying, said the first. I thought this is just several chapters. At the end, he said. I think he said this is not all of the first chapter. This is just what we're announcing so far. Well, he said so. He says that at the beginning. Okay, right before he talks about. One, he says, uh, the creature commandos. Right. And then he says, this is not everything in the first chapter. I thought he was just talking about the creature commandos. No, I think he's this saying, is all like, the first chapter. This is all the first chapter. That's insane. Yes. And lastly, we have Swamp Thing. Yeah. Which is uh, a series. No, it's a movie. Really? I wrote it down as a series. It's a, Where it's did a movie I see because that? James Mangold is in talks to direct it, actually. James Mangold of Logan and upcoming Indiana Jones fame, as well as like many, many other movies, which is critically lauded for. But James Mangold is apparently in talks to direct this. Now, uh, that's that was just announced like like an hour ago or something. So by the time (laughs) this episode comes out, that may be old news. Yeah, it it also may be wrong is what I'm saying. But apparently that's what's going on. So I'm really interested to see this. He's an interesting choice for this movie. Just going based on the character and other names that have been taught. Guillermo del Toro was trying to make a Swamp Thing movie forever. You know, he's kind of usually in the Justice League Dark, which is like in the more magic realm of of the DCU. So I don't I'm interested to see what this is. It's always portrayed as very dark and swampy and gothic and so i'm interested to see what if it turns out to be james mangold what he does with this but just the fact that we could get a swamp thing on screen that could be really kind of fucking off the wall yeah there is a uh somewhat popular comic run of swamp thing by brian k vaughn yes and i wonder if they'll cite that at all. I haven't read it yet. It's been on my list for a while. I think I own it and I just haven't had the time yet. The the most famous one is the saga of Swamp Thing, which went on forever and had several writers. Saga also written by Brian K. Vaughn. That's true. But also <laughs> uh, the saga of Swamp Thing, the run, the part of the run that is most famous. is It's less is- popular than the paper girls of Swamp Thing. But still pretty popular. Okay. More popular than the Why the Last Man of Swamp Thing. <laughs> Please keep going. And the Please continue. And the ex machina of Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And the pride of Baghdad of Swamp Thing. And the one about Canadian mech giants of Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And the 
Wait. Wait. You got one more? Wait. You got one more? Yes. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. You can do this. What's, Just breathe. What's the spooky island show? Lost. <laughs> the Lost Swamp Thing. Sw- I'll tell you what. Swamp Thing on Lost, I would watch. Yeah. I would watch that. I, and honestly, Lost Swamp Thing doesn't sound like a crazy name for a Swamp Thing run. No, it doesn't. Uh, if you're a Swamp Thing, chances are you've, you, you've, you're you pretty lost. You're pretty lost already. Yeah. Alan Moore wrote a good run on the saga of Swamp Thing. That's kind of oh. like the famous one that kind of reinvented the character to what he pretty much is today. It make him swampier? It does. It makes him very swampy. It kind of like tell, it gives like a scientific reason why Swamp Thing exists. Oh. He actually like looked into it and how this could actually happen. That's what I always thought was missing from Swamp Thing. <laughs> science? Yeah. Right. Yeah, real hardcore science. Felt like I really needed to know how this could exist in real life. But this, I mean, it it stretches. I I've thought about giving this to you, but I'm like, oh god, it stretches for like 14 volumes or something. Ugh. But it's like it starts off with just Swamp Thing, and then it at one point he goes to hell and, and he takes over Gotham City. It gets crazy. It gets really weird and out there. That might be once I'm retired. Yeah. Maybe I'll check that yeah, one yeah, out. Yeah. That'll be the final reading assignment. <laughs> You'll know we're ending the show when I give that to you. And I'm like, in two weeks, have this done. Yeah. But yeah. So and that's it. That's what they announce. This is this is some crazy shit right here. This is monstrous. It is. It's gods and monstrous. And you might call it fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Could you find any other word to describe it? Marvelous. There you go. There it is. (laughs) There's a bunch of other stuff, too, that happened. It just sort of happened. Peter Safran says Batgirl is unreleasable and they made the right choice. Dave Bautista evidently has met with James Gunn to talk about playing Bane, which now he does not want to do. Have you heard what he does want to do now? No. Lex Luthor. Yeah, right. He's a little old. Hold Uh, hold on a second. Alexa, I wasn't talking to you. Well, you didn't, you dumb whore. Gal Gadot, still on board to play Wonder Woman. Yep. And evidently has spoken to James Gunn about it, but they're not super sure how to implement her yet. Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck has talked to them about directing a DC film of some kind, but they don't know which one. For it. James Gunn didn't fire Henry Cavill because he was never cast, according to him. Henry Cavill fired himself. And uh, Pennyworth is canceled. Yeah. And so is Doom Patrol and And Titans. Titans. Yeah, they're, they're, they're HBO's. Getting rid of a bunch of stuff. They have said that this has nothing to do with the new lineup at DC, but it's a lot of DC stuff. It is, but you know what, though? They also, I mean, they canceled Westworld. They canceled a bunch of stuff. This stuff just came down the line now. Also, though, you know, that's Doom Patrol and, and Titans is a relic from when DC tried to have their own streaming service. So, like... I'm shocked they made it this long, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I've watched some of it. It's fine. It's good. It wasn't like anything that I was excited about. Also, Brendan Fraser's, you know, an Oscar nominee now. And even though he's only the voice of the robot, like he's going to be a busy dude now. So he can't do that anymore. Is he not the body? He's not the body. He will be. In Who's some, the body? I don't know. Some jackass. <laughs> I'm sure he's a very nice man. What's the character's name? I don't remember you don't have any information do you nope um does he have like an actual name isn't it like robot man or something riley shanahan the fuck is that riley shanahan is the name i believe the guy who does the body riley yep it's a stupid name but he uh brendan fraser also does occasionally appear in like um 
flashbacks and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. I saw the episode. He was a race car driver or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Am I the reason the show got canceled? Because I didn't watch it. Yes. Okay. I've been meaning to tell you that. Yeah. And uh, actually, if I had gotten around to telling you that, you would have watched it and then the show wouldn't have gotten canceled. So Brendan Fraser would have been the worst race car driver ever. Yeah. It's too tall. It's way too tall. You need the biggest car. Yeah. <laughs> terrible race car driver. Terrible jockey. Yeah. Good race car driver. Good jockey. Frankie Muniz. <laughs> it's true. That's it. Yeah, we're not God. doing any other news stories. No, That's it. We don't need it. We're em. done. I'm done. Are you done? I'm Treble. Yes, you are. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break. Uh, listen to the show. That does help. <laughs> yeah, that does, does help. And you're listening to this right now. So like, so you're off to a good start. Yeah. If you're listening. I don't to know this if you just skipped you wanted, ahead to this part. If you're interested in listening to the show and you're listening to this episode right now, congratulations. You're off to a, a banging start. But if you just skipped to this part and you're just by chance hearing mm-hmm. just this and nothing else from the show, go back. Yeah. Go back and listen. Go back. This a is the bit. worst part. Yeah. I don't know. Some people might debate that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a slightly better part. Yeah. But there's been some other good stuff. We're definitely funnier in these in this section. I think so. But we're less informative. If you looked at the title of this episode and saw that it's about all the DC shit that's going on. And you skip to this part. Yeah. Like if that's why you're listening to this, you're in the wrong section. Do you skip? Or maybe are they one, like one of those people that reads the end of the book before they read the beginning? Who would do that? Psychopaths. You can also find us on Twitter where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. I just posted a meme right before recording this. That's Gordon Ramsay being excited for the new DC movies. (laughs) I know. I'm a millennial. You can also find us on YouTube. By the way, speaking of YouTube. (laughs) So our handle there is at The Media Lunch Break. I've made a huge mistake. What? I've spent... The last two weeks. Oh. Editing seven yes. videos. The Bob Dylan thing? That are coming out. Yeah. Every day. I feel like I'm holding somebody at ransom. We're going to release this video every day until we get what we want. It's a six part series of the top 101 Bob Dylan lyrics. And then on Sunday or maybe Monday, I'm going to release a, a super master cut. Of the whole thing. It's a fucking hour and a half long. So proud of you. Why did I do this? I don't know. If you're at all interested in watching that, first consult your therapist. But secondly, head on over to YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break to watch a man slowly go insane over the course of an hour and a half. I did it all in like three hours. All in one. That's not healthy. Yeah. That shouldn't have been done in that quickly. No. I did it all in one sitting. That's not okay. Well, okay. I did gather all of my notes ahead of time. But I I just did it. I just turned the camera on and I just started talking. And you just kept going. You can hear it, too, in my voice. When I get to the end, it's a little cracky. Oh, I bet. So, yeah, uh, it already has a one. The first video has a comment from somebody who has Bob Dylan as their profile picture. <laughs> Great. That's the audience that you want to attract. It's, it literally, the comment just says like this or I like this one. Or something like this. Wow, that was very Dylan-esque. It was. Yeah, it's very well written. He was a wordsman. You can also find us on TikTok. (laughs) I forgot about that. Our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. 
I still, part of me wants to, and I don't know if I'm going to find the time to do this. There's this famous TikTok. Maybe I shouldn't spoil it here. You know what? No, if you're listening to this episode, you get a little peek behind the curtain about what's about to come on TikTok. Don't say come on TikTok. It doesn't matter. The Lord of the Cock Rings is over. Oh. Uh, one of the things I want to do with this is I want to make 101 TikToks. There was this person who got super famous on TikTok for doing 26 different videos where every time so she had like an accompaniment track of what a wonderful world what a wonderful world playing by Louis Armstrong. I don't know why I can't pronounce that. And she just did each phoneme. So like the first video was her doing the A's and the second video she does at the same she stitches she she duets it. So the first video is playing at the same time as this new one and she just does the B's in the song. And then she just does the C's, just the the letters essentially. And so by the end, what she has is the full song. It sounds super jarry and weird, but you can tell it's you can tell what she's saying. You know what? It, does that make any sense? Do you understand? No, I don't. I don't know. What so you like, mean by that. I see trees of green, red roses. How long is it until I get to an A? It doesn't matter. It, the one where she does the eyes, she says I. And then just okay. So it's it's words that start with A, words that start with B, or or the sounds. Oh. Any, not just starts with. It can be in the, so the middle vowel of the word. Sounds okay, right? I wasn't sure if you meant the note A or the no. Oh, I see. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah. So, like when she, uh, you know, does the S's, it's you know, I. It's, it's, this person is insane. But then she mixes them all together, and by the last, and, and so that's what happens. Though is throughout this, she starts to slowly her the character of the version of herself that's doing this starts to go insane. Her hair gets a little crazier. Her makeup goes a little insane. Uh, and then there's like a story that sort of happens at the end. It turns out that she's being sort of where her husband leaves her. No, no, no. That like somebody oh. has kidnapped her and is forcing her to do this. What? And then takes her place at the end in life. It's a whole crazy thing that inspired me to do a hundred and one of these where I'm going to slowly go insane. <laughs> I'm just going to do the, the Bob Dylan lyric and I'm going to be like, this is let some- me get, get this straight. You watch that entire thing. And the thing you got out of it was, I should do this too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But worse, both quality wise and also because there's going to be a hundred and one of these and she did 26. My gosh. I'm not taking your place on this. Please. No. Where did I leave off? You can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you feel like giving us a little bit of money, which would be baller, <laughs> you don't have to it could go towards Andrew's medical costs. Yeah, if you would like to pay me to not do this TikTok thing, mm. um, put a little note in there, or you can leave a comment on one of our videos after you become a patron. Give us some money, and then say, "Hey, please never do this," and I won't. Uh, as long as you remain a patron, I will never make that TikTok thing. And honestly, it would probably help me if you did that, because it took me way too I think long you're to edit. Uh, people caring about your mental health too much. <laughs> yeah, because it took way too long to edit the YouTube version of this. Yeah. And now I'm going to do it on TikTok. Yep. Amazing. So if you care at all about my mental state, head on over to patreon.com slash the media lunch break and chip in a little oh bit of gosh. money. Oh my gosh. Uh, you can also find us. I just realized I don't think I have our merch in here. Did I never put it in here? 
No, I think we, we have merch on Teespring. That's where it is. Yep. If you go to Teespring and search the media lunch break, you can find us yeah, and buy a nice a shirt or a mug or a pint glass or a hoodie or or an enema. I don't think we have one of those. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Soon. Give it a sh- give it a chance. Give it a shit. You can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is in the process of getting a, a little a little polish. A little makeover. A little, little makeover. And that is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being one of our favorite patrons. And by the way, you become a patron. We've been putting, uh, I have, <laughs> the, our patrons at the end of every of our YouTube videos. Oh, you know what? I could start doing that, too. Just All right, so I can send you, I have a video that I just drop in. I can send that to yeah, you if you would I'm like. Saying, send it, Great, send it, send I will. Send but yeah, yeah, if you would like to be at the end of all of my Bob Dylan videos. If you can make it that long. Again, consult your therapist, but yep. you can also head on over to Patreon and do that. So uh, thanks, everybody. As, uh, as Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review and you leave it right in app if you want it to. It really helps us out. Uh, if you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there. This week, if you leave a five-star rating, just leave a review that is just pleading with Andrew not to do this Bob Dylan thing. <laughs> you know, for the sake or of... Or give us, like, a dad moment. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Give me your best dad moment if you're out there. Yeah. Just when you felt just proud. So, so, so proud of your boy. Yeah. Or girl. Or girl. Even if you're not a dad. Yeah. It could be a friend you're proud of. When you're like, I did that. Dad moment. Yeah, I'm proud of him for doing that. And don't give me some sweet shit. All right. Don't give me some sweet, you know, he helped an old woman cross the street type of shit. No, give me like he kicked that old woman's teeth in. Yeah, exactly. Give me some Damian Wayne shit. Yes, that's what I'm looking for right there. Okay. Pulled off her fingernails with pliers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because he thought she was stealing a hundred grand bar from the (laughs) 7-Eleven. She was jaywalking. Yeah, she was jaywalking. She shouldn't have been <laughs> trying to cross the street on her own. How dare she? She's trying to open a candy in the middle of the theater. Yeah, that old bitch. She's going down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this has been the Tuesday Newsday. It sure in has. some sort of form. Next week. Oh, actually, let me pitch this to you right now. You can cut this out if, if you want or not. What about Knock at the Cabin? I might be able to see that. So either that or something else. That's pretty much how I'll put that. So either Knock at the Cabin next week or something else. Yeah. But here's the thing. You can hear us debating about this. So if you have an idea, if you're like, hey, guys, you know what you should watch? You know what you should talk about? Send it over to us, right? If uh, We're also going to be talking about Superman Unchained by Zack Snyder and Jim Lee as the reading assignment. But in that time, if you're like, hey, guys, listen... This is the reading assignment for you two. This is what you two should really be reading. This is what you should be watching, listening to, whatever. Send it over to us. If you're a creator, you made something. You wrote a comic. You made a film. You made a pilot for something. You want to put some eyes on it. Send it over to us. We'll watch it. We'll give it a shout out. We'll point people towards it. We love doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Other than that, I think that's about it. Right? Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. That's it. There it is. There you go. Oh my god, we did it. We did it. There wasn't a thing, and man, now is there ever a thing. There sure is. Oh yeah, that's it. There you go. I'm gonna, we could need to, I don't have a good wrap up for this, but it needs to end like now.
What was what was that? What did you just that do? Was, I was putting my cap on my water bottle. I didn't expect made it to so make much that noise. noise. I know, and I did not expect it to. I'm going to send Damian Wayne over to you, or maybe Damon Wayne's. I'm going to send. I'll send both of them over <laughs> to you. Damian Wayne just tying me up to a chair, and Damian Wayne's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I thought this was a comedy thing. This is not a scary movie set. What is this? <laughs> is that good? Is that it?